Hi, I'm Vincent Andrasani, and this is episode 7 of The Place of Sound. Thanks very much for tuning into this episode, and thanks also to those who've been following along through the first few episodes of the show. For those who are listening for the first time, The Place of Sound is a show that explores the theme of space, or the social geography, using sound and listening. We do so through a variety of audio media production formats, so you can expect to do a few different types of listening in a single show. Episodes consist of what we refer to as audio portraits, or oral history-style interviews that explore the topic of home. Soundscape compositions, which use everyday sounds to communicate the personal and social significance of a given place. And we typically end the episode with a short documentary-style piece that, over recent months, has explored the topic of social isolation, something we know all too well as a result of our lockdown experiences. These are the types of projects that you can expect to hear on The Place of Sound, and all of them are produced by students here at Carleton University. They're what gets produced in Comms 4501 Digital Media Production, which is a fourth-year workshop course in the Communication and Media Studies program. In the last episode, we listened to some great projects by Yusuf Syed, Samantha Atkins, and Kit Chalkley. We have another round of great projects this time as well, but before we listen to them, we'll pause for a quick announcement by Taya Gogan and Savannah Platt. Taya and Savannah are members of the Communication Undergraduate Student Society in Carleton's Bachelor of Communication program. Taya is the president and Savannah is the vice president, and both are fourth-year students in the program. They're going to take a minute to say a few words about the Student Society, what it is, what it does, and if you're a communication student, how you might participate. Hi, my name is Taya. And I'm Savannah, and we're from the Carleton Communications Undergraduate Student Society, also known as CUS. So you're probably wondering what CUS is. It is a student society ran by students for students interested in the communications field. CUS hosts events, a mentorship program, and opportunities to network. Some of the events that we host are the Comms Annual Gala, Pints with Profs, Mingling Events, and Professional Development Workshops. This year, CUS held the first annual Black Communicators Conference, focused on highlighting the voices and experiences of Black individuals working in the communications field. CUS also has a mentorship program, which pairs first and second year students with third and fourth year students. I was a part of the mentorship program myself during my first and second year as a mentee, and it was really helpful during my first couple of years of my university transition. My mentor helped navigate me through school life, course recommendations, and was a friend to add to my network. I was also a mentor during my third and fourth year and gained valuable leadership skills to add to my resume. CUS has been a huge part of Savannah and I's undergraduate degree, allowing us to grow as students and as working professionals. CUS is a great way to get involved, meet new people, and gain soft skills to add to your resume. If this is something that interests you, be sure to follow us on our social media at Carlton CUSS and stay up to date with our new and exciting events coming to you in the new school year.
As Taya and Savannah mentioned, if you're a communication and media studies student, it'd be worth staying up to date with what CUS has planned. They do some excellent programming through the school year, and it's a great way to get involved with your peers in a meaningful way. Okay, on to the projects. In this episode, we'll listen to an audio portrait, a soundscape composition, and a podcast. Three projects in total. The audio portrait is by Hamza Ali and is on the topic of home. The project features Hamza's sister who speaks about home as a place where she and her family gathers. The soundscape composition is by Yaching Za and is called A Chaotic Day Away from the Real Chaos and is a bit of an experiment. In it, Yaching spends the day away from her personal media, her phone, computer, and so on, and she reflects on what this time away might mean in light of the stresses that they cause. And the final project is a short podcast-style piece by Ladia Omoruyi, titled, So What's Next? The piece consists of a dialogue between Ladia and her friend Gideon, both of whom are on the verge of completing their undergrad degrees and who feel the weight of the question, well, what comes next? It's a great discussion that they have, so stick around to listen in. In the meantime, I'll let Hamza introduce his piece, which is titled, Home is Where We Gather. My name is Hamza Ali, and I'm a fourth-year communication and media studies student at Carleton University. In this clip, you'll be hearing Ihsan Ali, my younger sister, who is currently in the second year of a health sciences major at the University of Ottawa. She will be talking about what the word home means to her and how the people closest to her are a big part of that meaning. Home is like my family, like the people who are there. So when I think home, I think of um, maybe when my siblings will come home from school or if I need to make dinner that night so we can all eat together as a family. And maybe, oh, do I want to tell, like, I can't wait to tell my mom what I did today and what happened or something new I learned in school and just share what's been going on in my life and maybe talk to them about what's happening in their life with my sister it's not an option she'll tell you regardless but home is the people my family the people around me being an introvert I really spend a lot more time at home and spend a lot more time with my family who I consider part of home and if I wasn't close to them then it might not be as safe or as comfortable as a place it could be a story to perfectly describe what home is to me would be when I came home on my ninth birthday and my mom was busy in the kitchen cooking 
and I just went to like relax after. And then for dinner, we all sat at the table and my favorite foods are on the table. And I was really happy about that. And my mom's like, you think I don't know that it's your birthday and this is your favorite food? And we just had a lot of fun time of eating together as a family. And I learned what my namesake, who I was named after and why I was named my name. And it was just that special day coming home and the family all being there. And while we're not the typical family that does birthday parties, birthday gifts, that was a nice present, just having everyone together at home and having fun. In one sentence, I describe home as the place where we all gather. Hi everyone, I'm here to introduce my soundscape composition called A Chaotic Day Away From The Real Chaos. After living alone since my roommate went back to China during the pandemic, I have been relying heavily on my connection to the internet. However, my mental state seems to suffer more as the increasing time I spend on my phone. This audio is about living a day outside of the cyberspace. It was a very chaotic but unique day for me, and hope you enjoy the audio as well. Since my roommate went back to Shanghai because of the global pandemic, I had lived on my own for about a month now. In order to escape from the invasion of loneliness and silence filled in this small apartment, like many others do, I decided to fill my everyday life with all kinds of online activities. Besides the school and working part-time 100%ly in the virtual world, the average screen usage report of my phone last week was about 11 hours. However, this browsing various kinds of websites, skimming contents on different platforms, or watching recommended videos on YouTube really entertained me that much. So, I decided to live a day without using my laptop, iPad, or iPhone to stay away from the internet and find out the answer. As many other days, I was waken up by my cat's eager shouts for food. Usually the first thing I do in the morning is open my phone and check for time and updates. But today I have no choice and get up immediately to feed her. As she is enjoying her chicken pumping breakfast, I suddenly realized there is no clock anywhere available in this apartment. None of my microwave or oven is displaying the right time. I think to myself, this might be a very challenging day. So before I get even more panic and killed by the hollowness of my stomach, I have no choice but to start cooking. Since Uber Eats have saved my life during the past few weeks, I hesitated in front of the fridge for a few moments to restrain my impulse of reaching out to the phone I locked in my closet last night. So without any legit recipe or timer, I decided to make the edamame fried chicken according to my few cooking experience. My cooking process is quite chaotic. I pause for multiple times to recall the convenience of clicking on the little screen and a bowl of food will appear on your doorstairs in about 30 minutes. And I'm not used to the silence surrounding me. There would usually be some background music or sound. Thus, I am getting very impatient while waiting for the chicken to soak the flavor of the spices. I frequently open up the lid to check and stir, which makes the process even longer.
real challenge comes after I finish my brunch. I have no idea how I want to spend the rest of my day. I daze on the sofa for a few minutes and look around the room. I ask myself how I spent my time when I was a child, when these electronic devices had not existed yet. I decided to practice my Chinese calligraphy, which was on my plant list but was frequently pushed back because of my addiction to the internet. It is a beautiful afternoon. The snow on the balcony is melting under the warm sun. Several cars rush on the highway with the sound of the wind blowing gently through leaves. With the smell of the ink and the touch of the rice paper, I started to become more focused and calm, and even enjoying this quiet, peaceful moment. I woke up from my nap with my cat purr in my cuddle. The setting sun casts an orange shadow on the wall. I put on my coat and came out to the balcony the first time since I moved to this apartment in the summer. The glow of the sunset creates a beautiful picture in front of me. I breathe deeply to smell the scent in the air and ask myself whether I enjoy this unique day. My biggest surprise is the impact of media convergence. There are too many functions being gathered in our smartphones. Many tools are being gradually forgotten and eliminated by the society. And I started to realize how resistant I was to get along with myself or even accept the fact I'm the only person living in this place. I started to rethink about the definition of loneliness. The social media had taught or even trained us all the time of how to get along with others, to interact with the rest of the world, which made me ignore the importance of getting along with myself. After today, loneliness might not be that scary for me anymore. It creates a space and period of time for me to talk to myself, to settle down, to recover and reboot. Today's experience really gives me the motivation and courage to overcome my fear towards living alone and abstain my internet addiction. I sit at the balcony with my guitar till the sunset. The skyline is lighted up with many street lamps. None of them are connected, but they are all individually shining bright. Hi, my name is Ladia, and this podcast is featuring one of my really good friends, Gideon. And throughout the podcast, we follow this theme of so what's next, being that both of us are almost done school. We've kind of tried to answer this so what's next question, uh, specifically while navigating the pandemic and just kind of figuring out what our future is looking like and the pressures young people face to kind of get their stuff together. It's been a year. A whole year since we've been living in this pandemic. And while I can't say it's been the worst experience of my life, I'm definitely ready for it to be over. And as someone who's about to finish a significant portion of my life, my undergraduate degree, the one question that's been on my mind is what's next? What's next? And that freaks me out because I have no idea. And I know I'm not the only one who feels this way. So I decided to have a conversation with my good friend Gideon about this idea of what's next, as well as just being a young person throughout this entire pandemic. How is how is like last year ending off for you when we switched to online in terms of school? Like how is that? Like how did that end? Yeah. Um, I'm gonna lie. I I was I loved it because that was the only reason yeah. I got straight A's. I had I had sort of a similar experience. I got like one pandemic boost that I remember off top. Mm-hmm. I had some professors that it was like, no, we're, we're gonna, 
stick through this and i know you're dropping everything and moving and some of you guys are desperately trying to find a way home blah 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 but we're gonna do things exactly how we thought we were gonna do it or like they'll make it harder yeah or they'll make it even harder like oh it's online now you guys thought you guys could catch a break Mm -hmm. no Mm -hmm. we're gonna do everything we can a hundred questions five seconds yeah to do all 100 come on right that's what it felt like at Literally, least i know that's no, a lot of I, exaggeration I that. but that's really what it felt like it was like freaking you see in like the movie when something happens in the classroom and the professor's still trying to talk over everybody mm-hmm. and everybody's like scrambling mm-hmm. relax do you see what i mean <laughs> relax calm down read the room take a breath read the room Just inhale hold five seconds yeah. and release it'll be great but i think like for me the most i don't know if it was frustrating or anxiety anxious what is the word anxiety inducing yeah okay. that there we go anxiety inducing thing mm-hmm. was like so ending off of third year mm-hmm. we've talked about this before but like my goal was to get a 10.0 so i could get into the honors thesis same class right and like that was like my drive because here i am thinking about my future like oh i want to go to grad school so obviously i have to write a thesis in my fourth year or else i'm not gonna get in and i'm just gonna fail at life um anyways <laughs> so you know did all of that stress and i'm just like bro let me j-. and then pandemic hits and i'm trying to get these grades mm-hmm. and then i decided now i'm good I'm not I'm not taking this honors thesis class. And then there's still people asking, like, so like, oh, are you gonna do it so you're not doing a master's anymore? Cause like you're not doing the honors thesis. And I was like, Who's what? asking this? I said, Who's who said that? I think it was one of my profs even was like, Oh, you're mm-hmm. not gonna do that. And I was like, No, no, I still am. I just don't wanna take this class because I, I, I can't be bothered. If like really if you don't love it, it's mm-hmm. so important to actually know what you're gonna do. Cause I had to come I could do the thesis and I could go and do all it's not a matter of ability it's if you're actually serious about it yeah exactly and like I th- it took me a minute to kind of realize i was like no i, I, I don't yeah, want to do this like I at don't all like it. i don't like research this pandemic has been a learning journey for a lot of us and for me it started when i decided to not enroll in the honors research essay class and while this may not be a big deal for a lot of people it was for me because i had planned my entire fourth year surrounding this class and i planned my entire future based on this one decision but making the decision to not take it really made me reevaluate what i wanted to put my energy into especially because of the upcoming online school year so as almost done university students uh you know we're almost yeah. there we're getting there um <laughs> something i don't know like i've heard it a bit especially like it's more from like family members um and just like maybe like random people asking going by being like oh like what are you up to next kind of thing but i think it's also just like internal pressures just on myself but just like this whole idea of what's next Mm -hmm. because obviously undergrad is a massive chapter in your life yeah um like it's pretty significant i would i think it yeah it definitely is whether it's Mm -hmm. a good way or bad way like it's a significant chunk of your adult life right like it's like your transition to adulthood so that whole idea of what's next and you know western ideal ideals it's like okay you finish school you get a good job and that's your life now that there's a whole fucking pandemic mm-hmm. trying to answer that what next question is just like bitch i don't know <laughs> i don't know stop asking me i think a lot of people put things on pause like when the pandemic started mm-hmm. including us young people we put a lot of our plans on pause yeah 100%. That, okay we're just gonna resume when it opens mm-hmm. but we're now realizing that 
you're gonna have to instead of pausing you're gonna have to just take what that was and adapt yeah and exactly like just reshape it now. to try and yeah. like fit into what this current situation exactly. is but so i, I mean, feel like that 12 that gap basically of us being mm-hmm. on pause thinking okay when's things coming back that pause that we went on if you look at what our life is it's been 20 something years that's a whole year pause to us that's a lot yeah you see yeah. what i mean so to us that's a very long time mm-hmm. so that contributes again to our feelings of oh we're not doing anything or what do we do next or just being so uncertain because for a to you a significant part of your lifetime your adult life has been put on pause exactly because you didn't know what was going on because nobody knew what was going on yeah yeah i hear that no facts that's facts and even like aside from like just like observing people on socials Mm -hmm. um just like the general expectations that society has placed on new grads like our people our age but also especially if you've now just finished school as well like you have Mm -hmm. a degree you're set up for success i did that in quotation marks um (laughs) but like i think there's even like there's more pressure because like hey aside from the social media route you know doing whatever influencing making what like yeah. now it's like the professional going into the workforce now it's like i'm expected to do that well, and it's just like okay well one pre-pandemic i couldn't even get a job you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying like it was very difficult the job market in general mm-hmm. um and now like with pandemic so many people have gotten laid off and it's like are as many people hiring so it's like oh now i gotta stress like am i gonna have a job kind of so it's like again going back to that what next question like bro i can't answer that because i don't even know if the world is going to be open if the world's going to tomorrow or not like i don't know i don't know what my future looks like but it was easier for me to kind of plan for my future when i knew the state of the world the world was because nobody knows what's happening right now how can i even answer that question and i feel like it's so inconsiderate to be asking people that right now i think i think you make a good point i think that's exactly um why a lot of people now are trying to turn into creating stuff mm-hmm. and i think it's uh it's obviously a bad thing because uh it's trash obviously but i think it, it it's a good thing in asking ourselves what can we contribute to society on an individual basis okay do you see what i mean i don't know if this makes sense i'm gonna put it like this you said you talked about the pressures of um finishing university being a grad and being expected to do mm-hmm. something if you're paying whatever your tuition is you're investing into something mm-hmm. people with all investments if you look at bitcoin and all this stuff there's a reason people keep checking what the the um the price is at now mm-hmm. you see what i mean people mm-hmm. are addicted to instant gratification people look at you you went to school for four years you paid x amount of dollars what can you do with it right now like what they can don't you show care for about it? yeah like what what are you waiting do you see what i mean yeah, yeah they're yeah. like what what can you do you finish start right, go get a job they expect you to make that leap right away mm-hmm. you know um especially if you go and you do a master's you've now basically doubled that same debt that you just got yeah doing undergrad mm-hmm. in half the time yeah so now they're really looking at you especially like if you if um like you were around like family and stuff like that mm-hmm. they're really looking at you like yo like so as blind you have you all I mean? these accreditations yeah and shit, you have so all this stuff that costs a lot of money what's know? coming from it right now even right. in the pandemic exactly they like don't they think just... yeah people don't look at that like it's a a factor really yeah. and i think like the whole like what's next thing one thing that i definitely learned during the pandemic in general is just like let me not stress about what's next 
let me just live in the moment whatever exactly. happens happens you know like okay I, let me just let it happen so stressing so much thing. about yeah. the future which i do all the time like whatever like just live relax moment, it'll all work itself out i made it this far so far yeah. <laughs> and i will continue to make it further that's like, really all it is once you have that confidence of exactly, exactly. What you and said, i'm just like oh okay. things will fall into places i will yeah. end up where i need to end up and it'll be fine yeah that's People what need it understand. is life is never you it's not like there's a a, a tutorial mm-hmm. on how to do life even if there was it's not applicable to everybody exactly everybody will do life differently you're okay you feel me so maybe this doesn't answer the so what's next question but that's okay because it's okay to not know what's happening next i'd rather take my days one day at a time and live in the moment because the future is uncertain and there's no point stressing myself over what's unknown. Thanks very much for tuning in to this episode of The Place of Sound. Before signing off, a couple of quick notes. The first is about the new Featured Works section on the Place of Sound website. It's a blog that presents some of the individual projects that you will hear or have heard on this show. On the website, you're of course able to play the audio work itself, but you can also see some of the original photos and the writing that students produce to go along with it. Since you can't read that writing or see those photos here on the radio show, this is a great way to access it. So check that out in the blog section on theplaceofsound.ca. And the second note is that we've now put together enough episodes that there's a bit of an archive emerging. To listen back to previous episodes, you can find them in two places, on ckcufm.com or on the website at theplaceofsound.ca. In the meantime, keep your ear out for upcoming episodes which air on CKCU Radio every other Monday at 6.30 p.m. Until then, thanks for listening to The Place of Sound.